It's September 1st, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top stories today. The UN has accused China of serious human rights violations in a long-awaited report into allegations of abuse in Xinjiang province. The report assesses claims of abuse against Uyghur Muslims and other ethnic minorities, which China denies. But investigators said they found credible evidence of torture, possibly amounting to crimes against humanity. The report also found allegations of patterns of torture or ill treatment, including forced medical treatment and adverse conditions of detention, are credible as are allegations of individual incidents of sexual and gender-based violence. Credible indications of violations of reproductive rights through the coercive enforcement of family planning policies since 2017, and that there are indications that labor and employment schemes for purported purposes of poverty alleviation and prevention of extremism may involve elements of coercion and discrimination on religious and ethnic grounds. None of these findings are surprising if you've been following this story for a while. However, my fervent hope is that this spurs additional attention and efforts to stop this genocide. We obviously have a lot of issues to work through with China, from Taiwan and climate change to the economy. But as the Biden administration has said that we are putting human rights first, that means we have to put Uyghurs first, even if it slows down progress on other priorities. Russia has completely halted gas supplies to Europe via a major pipeline, saying repairs are needed. The Russian state-owned energy giant Gazprom said the restrictions on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline would last for the next three days. The Nord Stream 1 pipeline stretches 745 miles under the Baltic Sea from the Russian coast near St. Petersburg to northeastern Germany. The pipeline was shut down for 10 days in July, again for repairs according to Russia, and has recently been operating at just 20% capacity because of what Russia describes as faulty equipment. While some European countries face increasing gas prices and limited supply of gas, Hungary has just signed a new agreement with Russia's Gazprom to send up to 5.8 million cubic meters of gas a day to Hungary on top of the contract quantity already in force, Hungarian government spokesperson Zoltan Kovac said. The first shipment of what U.S. officials assess will be hundreds of Iranian unmanned aerial vehicles has arrived in Russia, according to a Pentagon spokesperson. The U.S. confirms that Russia has received two types of drones from Iran, corroborating earlier reports. The drones can be used to conduct strikes, electronic warfare, and targeting, Defense Department spokesperson Todd Brasile told Politico. This initial tranche is likely part of Moscow's plans to import hundreds of Iranian drones of various types which Russia intends to use on the battlefield in Ukraine. Russia deepening their alliance with Iran is something that the whole world, and especially those in the region, should watch and see as a profound threat, Brazil said. 
we will vigorously enforce all U.S. sanctions on both the Russian and Iranian arms trade, and we will stand with our allies and partners throughout the region against the Iranian threat. Elsewhere, the International Monetary Fund will provide Sri Lanka $2.9 billion over four years to help salvage the country from its worst economic crisis under a preliminary agreement the agency announced Thursday. The arrangement will work to restore financial and macroeconomic stability and debt sustainability, as well as unlock the country's growth potential, the IMF team visiting Sri Lanka said in a statement. The package is contingent on approval from the IMF Management and Executive Board, as well as on receiving assurances from Sri Lanka's creditors, which include countries like China, India, and Japan, that debt sustainability will be restored. The island nation has suspended repayment of nearly $7 billion in foreign debt due for this year. The country's total foreign debt amounts to more than $51 billion, of which $28 billion has to be repaid by 2028. Rosma Mansour, the wife of former Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak, was convicted on three counts of bribery in the Kuala Lumpur High Court today. The charges relate to a company she helped to win a $279 million contract after soliciting and receiving bribes. Her conviction comes just a week after her husband was sentenced to a 12-year jail term after also being found guilty of graft. The judge has yet to deliver the sentence, but any jail time may be delayed if Mansour launches an appeal. She is, however, still facing 17 other charges of tax evasion and money laundering. Ethiopian and Eritrean government forces have launched an attack in Ethiopia's northern region of Tigray, targeting rebel forces. The Tigray People's Liberation Front spokesperson said on Thursday that both nations' forces had attacked rebels in Adeyebo in the north of the region. A humanitarian worker in Shire said drivers coming from the area reported cross-border shelling on Wednesday. The conflict resumed last week after a five-month lull, with clashes on the ground and air raids over Tigray dashing hopes of peacefully resolving the nearly two-year war. Fighting had been concentrated around the southeastern border of Tigray, with the rebels pushing into neighboring Amhara and Afar regions, sending residents fleeing. Fires in Brazil's Amazon rainforest surged in August to the highest for the month since 2010, government data showed yesterday, surpassing the blazes in August 2019 that drew global attention soon after President Jair Bolsonaro took office. National Space Research Agency, INPE, registered 31,513 fire alerts in the Amazon via satellite in the first 30 days of the month, making it the worst August since 2010, when fires totaled just above 45,000 for the full month. Most of INPE's Amazon fire alerts in an average year come in August and September, considered the burning season in the region when rains often subside to let ranchers and farmers set fire to deforested areas. 
fires in August are up 12.3% from August 2021 and roughly 20% above the average for the month. In lighter news, several live lizards were wrongly delivered to a residence in a village north of New York City. Needless to say, the addressee was quite startled when they opened the box, Port Chester Police wrote on Facebook. Police received the call about the reptiles just after noon on Saturday. They posted a picture on Sunday of three dark-colored lizards held in a large white container. It was not immediately clear whether there were more reptiles not pictured. If you lost your lizards and iguanas, we have them at the police department, police wrote. This is a reminder that apparently you can mail anything to anyone. Send reptiles to your friends. Send amphibians to your enemies. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.